guest is Jessica Sullivan, former town councilor from Cape Elizabeth, on why she is petitioning for a referendum on the gigantic low-income housing project called Dunham Court that the town council voted to approve last week. The $13 million apartment building that will only be worth 4 or $5 million when it's completed will be subsidized almost entirely by Cape residents who have 20 days to send Dunham Court to a referendum. Jessica Sullivan joins me by phone. Welcome, Jessica Sullivan. Jessica? Uh, yes, hi, oh. Cynthia. Well, thank you so much for agreeing to be a guest on my podcast, Keep Up with Cynthia Dill. Um, it's interesting, you and I ran against each other, um, Republican-Democrat. Last week, my guest was Matthew Faulkner, who described himself as pretty darn liberal, and yet here we are on the same side of an issue in Cape Elizabeth and petitioning for a referendum. So my first question, Jessica Sullivan, is you were on the council for a long time, served as chair. Have you ever been involved in a referendum process in Cape Elizabeth before? Um, yes, in that I recall uh, one referendum shortly after I came on to the council in 2010, it may have been a year or two later, involving uh, parking at Fort Williams. Uh, there was a referendum to uh, objecting to the council's discussions about paid paying to park at Fort Williams. Did you collect signatures at that time? Oh no, I was a sitting councilor. So is there was there was a citizen initiative to do that. That's the only uh, experience I've, I've ever had with a referendum as a counselor and living in Cape. Here we are in 2021, and you have been out with a clipboard collecting signatures. Uh, why is it that you are petitioning for a referendum on Dunham Court? Well, um, I feel uh, very strongly that the people of Cape Elizabeth have uh, clearly weighed in on the direction for the town center district. <clears throat> and um, they did this in the in their uh, revamp of the town center plan in 2014, and in the very recent comprehensive plan in 2019, we had tons of uh, residents in town spend thousands of volunteer hours setting the roadmap, if you will, for how the town how they'd like to see the town grow. And uh, there are very specific guidelines. Um, and zoning ordinances for the town center district, which the current council uh, has changed. So I'm not happy about that, and and, uh, and I I uh, decided to get involved and help to collect uh, petition signatures. And what has the experience been like? What did you do? Well, um, I've been collecting them. I've been uh, at our town transfer station i've been at the library um i also have been calling friends in town the experience has been overwhelmingly positive uh about this people want to sign i mean i was at the library one day and there were cars just regularly coming up is this the petition where do i sign i would say in my experience up till this afternoon i've been collecting signatures today that 98% of the people have been very happy to sign this petition. Now, do you have concerns that the enthusiasm for the petition uh, might not translate into a 
enthusiasm for getting out the vote? Are you worried that the developer with the resources and deep pockets that it has will, um, you know, somehow defeat you in the end? Or are you confident that if you if you get to the rent referendum, it's going down in flames? Well, I, I'm pretty confident that the referendum uh, will be successful because there's been such an immediate response to petition gathering that I think that the people that are signing this are going to be vote, uh, be voting in favor of, of uh, overturning the council's zoning changes on the referendum. Um, apparently, the, the developer is out campaigning against the petition signers. This is what I've been told. Um, but uh, I think that people are highly motivated, upset at what has, what they've seen, and um, you know, at the enthusiasm uh, that has been standard, if you will, by all these petition signers. As any indication, I I think we'll the the referendum will succeed. What do you say to people who um, who argue that? we should just accept the town council's vote. Um, they have decided and that this is going to be an expensive endeavor for the town um, and, and like essentially a waste of time. Sure. And I, I've had uh, two people uh, pose that, <clears throat> pose those concerns and those are legitimate concerns. You know, as a counselor myself there, you know, I, I felt, gee, you know, I was elected to study issues, to make an informed decision um, and I do, in theory and in most of the time in practice, I agree with that. But you know, that every once in a while, there's an issue, uh, something develops, something happens um, that seems egregious enough um, that it needs to go to the voters, the townspeople at large. Um, <clears throat> and so um, when you have, in my view, when you have uh, five counselors that have uh, changed uh, multiple zone zoning ordinances, you know, to benefit one private entity, a developer, in direct conflict with the plans that we've set up for how the town should grow. I mean, I, I think that's the type of issue that um, needs to go to the town as a whole. Now, what about the? I know. Um or let me ask you, is it fair to say that you would describe yourself as fiscally conservative? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's more than fair. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, now, do you have concerns about the costs of the project? Uh, even if even if it complied yeah. with uh, the zoning laws, if, if, if what is what are your concerns sure. about the costs? Well, the, my concerns are, uh, well, I've got many concerns. Um, the biggest one is the the tax increment financing, the TIF, um, <clears throat> because that that's a lot of money that uh, we would, um, if this does in fact completely go forward and become developed, we would be uh, literally handing money to a, a developer, uh, and we have in Cape Elizabeth very high taxes. Most of those are generated from property, you know, property tax. We don't have much of a commercial base at all. And um, we are facing a revaluation next year. Um, the school department is gonna be asking for $80 million in borrowing for two new school buildings. We, so I'm, I'm looking at this globally thinking, wow. Um, 
I know it's a moving but, target. The the project yeah. cost is a moving target as well as the yes, TIF and the various yeah. subsidies. What is your general understanding about how much taxpayers would have to foot the bill? Oh, sure. Um, my again, you're right, absolutely right. There's a moving target on uh, construction costs on uh, the TIF, which started out as I think 50 percent over a 30 year period. TIF is that tax increment financing. Now the latest is 75 percent. TIF at a 15-year term. Now they have the developer has been advertising and touting that the TIF will go directly to the main housing authority loan that they're getting. That's one of their loans. It's the smallest one. That's a $259,000 loan. Now the loan payment of that, depending on what interest rate you want to amortize, that loan payment probably is between twenty dollars $25,000 a year for 15 years. Um, the council is considering paying them 78000 and change a year for 15 years, which would be over a million dollars. So, yeah. again, it's a moving target, but this ostensibly, I mean, we could be paying the developer over a million dollars so that he can pay off a $250,000 loan. Now, some people say, uh, believe, I believe falsely, that the that the TIF is free, that it's generally, it's magic, um, new money. Yeah. Do, you, do you think that when the developer gets 75% of its property taxes back, that that does or does not cost the rest of us in Cape Elizabeth? Oh, it, how can it not cost us? I mean, I was astounded at the last town council meeting. You know, I was present to hear the councilor actually say, oh, well, there's no, you know, actually money that, you know, handing over. And, of course, she was corrected by several people. So we actually do pay them that, that money. Um, and... Um, I, could you ask me that question again? No, just, I, I think you... I think... No, I think... You, we've covered it. You're concerned about okay. the costs, and okay. and and you you believe you know that it's not free. <laughs> well, let me point out another issue, a couple other issues related to that, if I could. I mean, this this is a building that might have you know easily have a hundred people in it, and you know we won't be getting the tax revenue that we would get from you know other development or other buildings and you know we, we're going to have public service costs right so I, you know there's there's a lot that could be happening there are a lot of unknowns here which makes me nervous as a taxpayer what do you understand to be the process once assuming that uh the group of volunteer cape petitioners are successful and 10% of our registered voters, are their signatures are certified. What do you understand to be just roughly the time frame and what happens at, like, what does the town council have to do? Well, I think once the signatures are verified, um, the town council has to set a public hearing on, this, on the referendum, and then they must set a date for the referendum vote um, I, I think, although I'm not sure, that the same election or uh, warrant would go to the Secretary of State as it does for all other elections. Um, and, that, and then they would have to set a date for that election. And of course, it's way too soon for, for that to happen in November. 
Um, so I don't know when that would take place, but that's my understanding of the next steps. And assuming if if you're successful in um, in the effort to get the issue to referendum and that voters come out and you know the thing goes down in flames, what do you hope is the replacement? What do you hope will happen if it's not Dunham Court? Well, I think what the the comp plan and the town center plan committees envisioned would be absolutely delightful, and and I I don't know why it wouldn't be. Uh, uh, beneficial for a developer either. Um, Mixed-use buildings with uh, a, a floor or two of apartments above them that are appropriately scaled right. for the town center district as envisioned and, and what the goals are were set as. And it, it was the ocean, yeah, yeah, and, and the Ocean House Commons subdivision was just, commercial subdivision was just approved as exactly that. I don't understand why uh, it had to be so drastically changed. Jessica Sullivan, thank you so much for coming on to my podcast. I appreciate it. Well, great. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. And if anybody listening wants to, um, I don't know, get involved, do you have any place where people can go? Are there any organizations that you're associated with who are? Sure. Uh, Well, there is a group, uh, uh, Capers for uh, Community and Inclusion. It's an informal group. Um, I don't have a, uh, a uh, website for that, but um, certainly um, people can email me at my email address, jessicasullivan441 at gmail.com. All right, that's uh, great. I can take it from there. Well, thank you so much. Um, I'll see you out there this weekend. Great. Thank you, Cynthia. Bye-bye.